Welcome to New Friends Cinema, where we get to know each other by sharing our favorite movies. From childhood throwbacks to recent comforts, we walk through the stories together. Keep in mind, this podcast contains mad spoilers, and join us at the New New Friends Cinema. Cinema. (sighs) Are we ready to get started? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, 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 party people. Welcome back to New Friends Cinema. Welcome back. (laughs) I'm Dakota. I love this energy. I'm Courtney. (laughs) Just completely out of nowhere. I just wanted to try something new. I like it. Mm -hmm. It's uh, bright and shiny and alarming. I second guessed myself halfway through. I was like, this is not me. This is so not me. Retreat, (laughs) retreat. But it was too late. I had to go all the way. We just went for lunch. Delicious. It was so good. Thai food. So good. I had two boba teas nursing the second as we speak. Yeah. I'm going to be wired later while I shovel the driveway. You'll need it. <laughs> yeah. You'll need it. Ah. That was good. Um, I am getting over a cold. Yes. We had to cancel last week mm-hmm. because I have said it many times. Prob got sick. I really got confident that I was going to make it all the way through. And then right at the tail end, it got me. Yeah. But I'm feeling much better now. But I, so- I think I sound weird, right? Like mm-hmm. I sound kind of... A little like not like frog y. Yeah. But you're on your way out of being sick. Yeah. So you'll hear me sucking on a lozenge and <laughs> coughing up a coughing along. a little bit. Um before we get into today's movie, which is Courtney's pick. Ooh, I'm very excited. I okay. I have a bit of business before we get into it, but I do just want to say that I gasped so many times during this movie. Oh watching it. I was like <gasps> the drama. <gasps> It was crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do have something. Mm -hmm. We recently had our one year anniversary. We did. And I got you an anniversary gift. You did? I did. Oh, my goodness. It's small. I'm excited. Okay, close your eyes. Okay. I just have to. It's in my sock. What? (laughs) On the side. It's not like under. Don't worry. It's not something you eat. Okay, can I open? Open your eyes. (gasps) Oh, my goodness. It's a key. Yeah. For what? My house. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Prob and I talked about it and we've wanted to have someone aside from us for a while have our key. Uh, and yeah, so we talked about it and then we thought that we were, it's me. we would, it, it's you. We trust you. I and honored. It's for emergency use only, but okay. <laughs> I mean, you can abuse that. I don't really. Excellent. Your door is usually open, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I do. Well, I mean, it's not always open, but I unlock it if you're coming over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't like to get up. Fair enough. I am honored. Thank you. welcome. Oh, that's very sweet. And for those of you, obviously, who can't see, it's uh, decorated in like a star moon motif, (laughs) which happens to match the blanket that I am using in this cozy room. I'm sensing a bit of a theme for you. I didn't. You know, what happened was uh, I went to get it cut and then... The guy was like, do you want to just do normal or do you want to pick like something fun? And then he shows me this huge rack with four sides of so many different keys. I panicked and I just grabbed it. And Instinctually. Yeah. So. It's amazing. Thank you. You're I'm going to keep it. And, and to yeah, be fair, that's very it, handy yeah. to have somebody down the street have a spare key. Yeah. And since we're going to be going back to Crawford Bay too, it just feels like it's, you know, nice. it just feels good to have someone in town that has a key. Lovely. And we're both <sighs> space cadets, Prob and I, so we're lucky we don't get locked up more often <laughs> than we do. 
<laughs> oh, well, that's lovely. Thank mm, you. You're welcome. Oh, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Oh. Friendiversary. <laughs> Are you Shall ready to get into <laughs> yeah, it? let's do it. Okay. So, my movie this week was, drumroll please, brrr, Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. The Tim Burton 1999 gothic horror a supernatural horror, I suppose. Um, a delightful movie of death and betrayal and secrets, all set in um, a spooky, isolated town in Upper State New York. It's like 17th century, right? Yeah. Or 18th 1800s, century? 1800s, yeah. Yeah, whatever that means. Um, I never realized it was Tim Burton. Interesting. <laughs> but there is like a very Tim Burton As style. soon as it came on, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that tracks. Yeah. Um, this movie, uh, had a special spot in my heart growing up where we would watch, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas fairly often on a regular rotation, but it was very oriented around a season. Whereas Sleepy Hollow was yes, spooky in that Halloween sense, but it was a movie that you could just like, it's evergreen, evergreen, just whenever you want all year. And I must admit watching it as a, a kid didn't pick up half of the shit <laughs> that's going on because this plot's pretty pretty wild yeah there's a lot of moving pieces and yeah yeah but you know as i watched it getting older certainly there were you know little bits and pieces that i'd be like oh i never noticed that or oh that is so cool and oh that's dark and twisted um but the music in this movie really hit me i really enjoyed this like orchestra theatrical um soundtrack i suppose that goes with this very like dark gothic moody movie it's uh the same guy that does all of tim burton's danny elfman yeah yeah really good Mm -hmm. um to the to the main actors which we will get into christina Mm -hmm. ritchie and johnny depp christina ritchie was 19 when she filmed this movie wow and johnny depp was 36 which is interesting (laughs) um (laughs) we will get into that yeah i love christina ritchie she's one of my faves from like forever yeah she was an it girl for sure she was in so many movies such range yeah Yeah. child actor turned adult actor successful shall we get into it i'm really excited uh i just want to say that watching it i realized i this was one that did come home on family movie night Mm. and i definitely hid in the bathroom for this one oh really oh yeah because it's like 1999 right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so for example, Sweeney Todd came out in 2007. Mm. I loved that movie. Similar vibe-ish. Similar vibe. 1999, I was a little young. Mm. And when I was little, I couldn't stand anything even a little bit scary. So there were parts of the movie where I'm like, I remember this. Mm. But then like Running huge away. <laughs> gaps of I've never seen this movie. <laughs> so I know for a fact it would have been... I watched for a bit. It got too heavy. I went and hid in the bathroom, read Harry Potter for <laughs> for like 45 minutes. I came back because people would be wondering where I was mm-hmm. around the halfway mark. Watched for about five minutes. Went back to the Just bathroom. Okay, she's going to the bathroom a lot. <laughs> I have diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> got the scary tooth. Yeah. So I just wanted to say that. But yes, I'm excited. Let's do it. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um, Yes, this movie, like I said, has a special spot in my heart, and it kind of reveals a little bit of a theme for me. I loved a lot of horror growing up. A lot of my, besides obviously my other movie, <laughs> Harriet, this bio, um, a lot of horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, 
I love the darkness. Um, so uh, the movie opens with a series of shots with dripping wax on paper, a man and a woman holding hands, and a panning camera reveals that this is the last will and testament for someone. A series of signatures are being written on a document, including witnesses. And then the document is folded neatly and sealed with a wax stamp. Mm. And the image on said stamp is of the Van Garrett family crest, a windmill, which will tie us all back together at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the movie continues where we see the Van Garrett carriage being driven through very spooky Uh cornfields. Lightning flashes, which, by the way, this whole movie is just lightning. Every 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 single moment's either fog or lightning, which is just mm-hmm. atmospheric as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know this this old this old gent Van Garrett appears to be quite spooked. He's a little paranoid. Okay, looking around. Like the first note on my thing is uh, that man's face when he looks out the carriage window. <laughs> so so funny. He just it's the yeah exactly the noise you made is I think this is an audio obviously medium, <laughs> yeah but it's it got me it's so funny it yeah. perfectly he's spooked he's quite spooked <laughs> um but then we see a flash of a dark horse speeding by might i say at like an abnormally fast speed hence the supernatural part. <laughs> yeah um the sound of a sw- sword sword is mm. being unsheathed I like sword. Sword. It's yeah. very like phonetic. Um, and Van Garrett looks out the window to see that his valet's head had been chopped clean off. And he goes, ah, oh no. <laughs> and so begins the whole movie of yeah. heads being chopped off. Um, the carriage, you know, is racing along still. The, and Van Garrett jumps out of a moving carriage mm-hmm. and like rolls into the nearby cornfield. And we hear another sword being unsheathed. And as like, he kind of like makes his way through the, the cornfield running away. Yeah. He's like uh, uh, running, running, running. Way, that way. And like, he takes a pause after like encountering a very spooky scarecrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his head gets chopped off. Just. Whoosh. And, uh, and yeah. he was, he was an old man. He was. Yeah. And dressed up in clearly like fine garments. With like wealthy. Yeah. Wealthy, fine garments with, you know, that classic 1800s, you know, wig. So many wigs in this movie. The w- okay. Let me just say. <laughs> Everybody's got a wig. Everybody's got a wig. Except for Johnny Depp. Except for Johnny Depp. I think that's so natural. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, obviously he's decapitated. And we you know, the scene fades to black where we are now in 1800s New York. Mm-hmm. And we're introduced to Ichabod Crane, played by Johnny Depp. I love the name Ichabod. What a fun word to say. It feels Ichabod. good. Yeah, it feels good. Ichabod. There's so many vowels and consonants that just make a fun word to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, he was a freak. Oh. Ichabod. He had some peculiar interests. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I was thinking it's like very a la like doctors at the mm-hmm, time like mm-hmm. they would uh, back in the day like pay for corpses to be like dug up from the oh, yeah. cemetery and stuff to like like you weren't allowed to look inside a body oh it's blasphemy right like it yeah. goes against all the laws of you know nature but also the the way that the church really highlighted i think at the time the the taboo nature of understanding what's uh, what's going on in there <laughs> Under the hood. <laughs> Under the hood, yeah. Yeah, so I just, like, noted that. It's, like, he's really, like, this this investigating, like, yeah. thing that he's doing. Like, he's really making it up as he goes. But he's yeah. got this, like, he's a real freak. You Oddball. Know? Like, at the time. Yeah. Are and we not allowed to say freak? No, I, no I, that's just another word oh, that yeah, I like yeah. to use for him. <laughs> okay, but, yeah, like, yeah. He, he definitely is, like, that 
peculiar, oddball, freakish kind of think way of thinking that other people are just disturbed by. Like, That's why would I, you want to know? Say, that? Like, he's a freak. I mean, like, yeah, they're looking at him, going like, "This guy is freaky." Yeah, you know, like, why would you want to know that stuff? So, uh, cue to the scene of him fishing a, a body out of the canal, <laughs> <laughs> just being like, "We need to alert the authorities that mm-hmm. we have." Um, um, a murder on our hands yeah. and so we follow Ichabod to the police station where he then begs with the high constable to allow him to examine the body because clearly like he's curious he has this curious mind he does not want to leave things unanswered yeah he's like but why and they're like well it was in the water so it drowned dummy right he, like he's immediately brushed off yeah um they don't want to put any more resources into this you know body because it's um, gross yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like they're probably at the time being like well he's dead doesn't matter what happened at this point but Ichabod is all about the why um we get to really get to see this like glimpse into his mind here because he protests and he pleads he's like let me examine the body because he could have died pre-river and don't you want to know that um he wants to conduct an autopsy which was new at the time probably been happening for many years but behind like closed doors this is like the first maybe at the time haven't done enough research obviously but this is really when criminal or like forensic science was like coming into play here and i was as a kid i was obsessed with forensic science i would have loved to be like csi or something like but i have a weak fucking stomach i cannot handle it yeah oh and this movie is gross yeah uh so is this the part where he's like in the court yeah or like the i guess the what is that called? Like the, the bully room or where all of the police officers have their... Yeah. Their... But the main guy is Saruman, right? Yes! I wrote that! Uh, Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. And Christopher Lee isn't <clears throat> James Bond based off of him. I'm what? pretty sure. Yeah, Christopher Lee's cousin uh, is the guy that wrote James Bond and it's loosely based off him. He did some badass shit in Whoa. World War II. Yeah. He was like Damn. fully a spy, yeah. I need to go down that pipeline because that is a yeah. wild story waiting to <laughs> listen to. Yeah. So obviously it's not a good time to be a criminal. Um, uh, similar to the punishments that we saw in Knight's Tale. Um, there's a lot of torture. There's a lot of cruel forms of restraining people, imprisoning people. It's just, it's just, you know, like you just go in there and like get sick and die. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's grim. Yeah. It probably smells bad. You know, morals are not really present there, but yeah. uh, I, I guess we flash forward from, I guess, the, the prison or sorry, the prison police station to a bit of a courtroom scene where we see Christopher Lee as the judge shutting him down. Um, You've tried to like request this before, blah, blah, blah. And Ichabod's like super trying to like urging him to reconsider that in order to be using like the most up to date science and, you know, really evolving crime scene investigation they should really you know explore other means of understanding um you know their their world and the burgo master which is actually a fun word that i had to look up <laughs> um essentially the judge explains okay. to ichabod that he has two choices he can either you know go to the dungeon to think about his problems um and where we get a flash of like what the dungeon's like um or be sent away to solve a mysterious crime in an isolated Dutch settlement in Upper State New York. And uh, he explains that three people have been murdered there all within a fortnight. And they were found without their heads. Ooh. Ooh. And I gotta admit, like, Ichabod's like, mm, 
that sounds dope. I really want to go. <laughs> that sounds fun. It's <laughs> like fuck. this is not a yeah, like obviously it's not a choice in the sense I don't want to go to the dungeon, but mm-hmm. this is pretty cool actually. Basically, I call him Ick. <laughs> I do too. Ichabod is just too much to type out. I think I wrote I wrote uh, Icky. Icky. A couple, uh, Icky. Yeah. Which <laughs> is perfect nickname for our little weirdo. Okay. So basically, Icky has to go to this town and figure out what's going on with this mysterious murder situation, um, or he's in trouble. So uh, we really get to see that Ichabod is a bit of a troublemaker in the sense that he likes to push limitations. He's opting for change and protesting that, you know, things should be done in a better way. And obviously these old guys are rolling their eyes being like, "Ugh, this guy again, Um, really a thorn in their sides. So um, we then have this like scene of Ichabod, you know, packing up his wares and his tools and gadgets. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see a variety of contraptions that he's, you know, tucking away. Um, we have like inventions, weird goggles, um, a lot of he's clearly an educated person. His fucking goggles are very <laughs> Tim Burton. Oh, it's over the top. Yeah. Really kind of steampunky. Yeah. In yeah. the way that I would imagine inventions to be at the time. Just really absurd yeah. That old timey idea of the future, right? Like, yeah, very over the top. You know what this needs more? We, this invention <laughs> needs more layers to it. Yeah. Um, but we see that Ichabod's like a clearly like an educated person with you know sciences, anatomy, biology. Um, and as Ichabod is packing up his office, he releases a pet cardinal um, into probably the not the freshest air of oh my you God, know that thing died immediately. Uh, New York. Um, <laughs> But it's it's a really neat use of color. And mm-hmm. I'll just take a moment here from my little script here just to say how much I appreciate the use of obvious color theory in this movie. But the use of the color red amongst the backdrop of just like very dark, dreary, black, gray, white. And red always pops up in like some later dreams and nightmares and obviously blood. Because <laughs> this yeah. is a decapitating movie, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just really appreciate the the obvious nature of it but it's aesthetically pleasing yeah um so uh we follow ichabod in a carriage in his journey to sleepy hollow and this movie is set in like an autumn time upper state new york rural area and we weave through like these dark twisty forested woodland areas and icky like passes out in the carriage asleep um but before he's like inspecting his tools and whatnot but i can imagine those carriage rides being a incredibly uncomfortable yeah. and b boring long <laughs> and AF. long yeah long um but the camera really pauses on ichabod's hands here where we see you know these really pinprick scars oh, yeah. he's got those it's like a grid of pinpoints mm-hmm. on his hands. Yeah. And the, we don't linger too long here, but it's like a little tidbit that's going to be explained in various steps through the movie, which I love. Um, and so we see Ichabod being dropped off at his destination. This like eerie, foggy, in my opinion, quite like beautiful. Um, yeah, definitely. Small village. Yeah. I grew up in Armstrong and it's like on Swampland. So we used to get hella fog hella fog not swampland like marshland yeah yeah like it would be so foggy like coming because you'd come like down Mm -hmm. into town and that like feeling of very moody like yeah fog is such a beautiful way to like create atmosphere it's either like cozy you know and the british moors let's have some tea or it's 
creepy as fuck like suffocating or you don't know what's out there don't mm-hmm. Ooh, great great tool um so much dry ice so the dry so ice budget dry for ice. this movie was <laughs> out of control <laughs> <laughs> this movie is like tucked into the woods or um nearby the hudson river and we follow ichabod through the ridiculous muddy kind of like rural town trying to find like the person that he's supposed to connect with right because he's yeah. on a mission he has a he's got some things to figure out well because it was like uh, a request from this person in the town for yeah somebody to come yeah. right i don't think they requested specifically him but they were like requesting to new york that Back somebody up. come yeah and help yeah like our local i guess minimal police presence here is not doing enough we need yeah. some backup here um, but as he's walking through the village, we see villagers closing their shutters, scurrying inside. There's obviously a vibe going on here where people are on edge. And Ichabod peers through um, to see, like, over in the distance, a group of men changing of the guard of, like, in that, like, watch post area. People are scared. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so, because there's some spooky shit happening. Well, and there's only like 20 people in yeah. town, and three of them are dead already. Right? Yeah. There's like, anybody could be next. Yeah. Um. So Icky moves his way uh, to a large house on the hill, and he knocks on the front door, and hears some people making out in the shadows, kind of like on mm-hmm. the deck area. And we don't really get to see a whole lot. No, but this place is groovy. Yeah. Some bumping <laughs> shit is happening. Yeah. He doesn't think twice. Like he like shrugs it off. He's, He's like, like oh, well, whatever. Yeah. Um. And there appears to be a pretty bumping party happening on the inside so uh he gets let in and people are drinking and chatting and playing games and it's a it's an interesting contrast to like witness i think how freaked out everybody is but then we also have like you know a little bit of a rager happening up at the mayor's house gotta let loose every (laughs) gotta let loose yeah um and ichabod happens to without meaning to like find himself in the middle of like this blindfolded game oh yeah (laughs) where um we are introduced to uh the character katrina von tassel played by christina ritchie yes um and ichabod asks to speak to baltus von tassel her father Mm -hmm. and just just about that time this old-timey bro like wants to throw hands at our ichabod because he's talking to uh his gal i love this guy brahm that was his name brahm yeah he's like (laughs) he's like hey kissing my chick kissing my chick and he's like oh god settle um and and it was like a peck on the cheek in the game in the game yeah so Um, funny but just as about as like some some bros about to throw some hands, uh, Baltus and his wife make a grand entrance into the uh, the living space, I suppose, of the party place. And Ichabod immediately reveals himself to be, um, you know, the constable assigned to investigate these murders. And it is suggested that Ichabod is to stay in the Van Tassel home while he conducts his investigation. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty like that's great those 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 accommodations are really nice there <laughs> it's a nice house yeah. yeah really pretty um and baltus is dumbledore right yes so you texted me while watching this movie being like this is a harry potter reunion movie <laughs> going on in here yeah because he's dumbledore and then his wife is uh rita skeeter yeah that actress mm-hmm. and there's one more there i can't remember who but there's one more person mm-hmm. that was in it um anyway Oh yeah, Vernon Dursley, one of the Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the magistrate? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. So, a little while later, Ichabod is taken to the study where he meets what appears to be like the town council of important dudes, like the town elders. Um okay, the priest's wig. Can we that thing is yeah. 
so bad. It's like off center too, right? Like kind of hanging off of his head. It's very large, like yeah. it's egg shaped kind of on Laterally. top. And then it goes and it goes out. It's smooth. And then it's got like fucking like Shirley Temple mm, curls. Like poodle curls. Yeah. On the bottom. And that's um, that's the he was the principal in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I'm he pretty is. sure. Yes. That actor. Yes. Yeah. So he's giving stern, stone face. Hard to take serious with that fucking leg. (laughs) They're all kind of silly looking, aren't they? I didn't know that. And he's the priest, though, right? Like, he's the town or, like, the bishop or something. Yeah, he's the the religious religious figure. Yeah, Yeah, he's in charge of uh, God in town. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Right? Um, So he meets the the town elders. So we have the town doctor. We have the reverend. We have the magistrate and the notary. And so Von Tassel explained that he's just a simple farmer who just made it big. Um, And he's essentially, like, the town landlord and banker. I call them the mayor, right? Like, Might as well be. It's yeah. the guy who owns all the land. Yeah, a bunch of guys running the town. So Ichabod questions these men about the murders, naturally, because he's there to investigate. Um, and we find out that a father and son were found together um, decapitated. Mm-hmm. A week later, the widow Winship, which is just fun to say, was also decapitated. Mm-hmm. Not so fun to say. Um, their heads were <laughs> not found at all. And right, this which guy's is like stealing heads. He's taken the heads, which you know, in Ichabod's theory, is like, oh, this guy's looking to keep trophies, right? Like, yeah, that's common for you know serial killers well, to do. I mean, I guess they wouldn't have even had that at that time, oh. term or anything like that. That's like, is this roughly around the time of though, like Jack the Ripper in London? I wonder. Curious. It's got like similar time ish, um, and. We find out, though, that these guys already have a theory. (laughs) They're pretty set in stone believing that this creepy, like, stuff is happening because their heads were taken by the headless horsemen. And they go on to explain this theory further where this 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 boogeyman right like this mm-hmm. very creepy guy was a hessian mercenary played by none other than christopher walken christopher walken yeah. so good yeah like perfect casting for this mm. um and so this horseman this mercenary was sent um by sent to the states by german princes for political whatnot and the horseman came um for the carnage of battle. Yeah, that's what there's that's like the legend of it, right? That yeah. he like that it was war, but he like fucking loved it. Like oh, he was above and up. beyond. Yeah. Right? So Blood that's kind of like what makes him so scary or made yeah. him so scary was that it wasn't like uh was that he was like in his element. He loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like not even the sense that like his spooky spirit is scary. Like the dude himself before he died was kind of yeah. demonic and evil in that sense. Yeah. I mean his his teeth were like filed to a point right his his horse was named daredevil <laughs> i love it that is so cute I'm, I'm so hard that i named my daredevil. horse daredevil stop love it um so he was infamous for like riding yeah. his big ass daredevil horse into battle mm-hmm. and just chopping off heads at full gallop just like i don't have time to get off my horse i'm just gonna <laughs> chop 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 and so he filed his teeth down to sharp, nasty points. So he's visually, like, alarming to look at. And, you know, the horseman finally meets his end at the end of 79. So 1779, I suppose. Mm-hmm. In the western woods near Sleepy Hollow. Right. And this is, like, this is, like, the turn of the century then, right? Yeah. Like, this is, like, just, like, 20 years later or something yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. 
So, you know, we have this like scene where we're watching, you know, the horsemen in battle and blood, th- bloodlust, bless- bloodthirsty, chopping off heads. And then we follow him, you know, as he kind of gets taken down and he's running away into the winter woods and he's like kind of dodging gunfire by the soldiers and he's hunted in like deep 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 into the woods where he's accosted by two small girls accosted yeah like confronted or like yeah 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 sorry but these like fucking creepy little twins oh and like the most formal wear ever yeah what are you wearing in the woods like that (laughs) and it's the middle of winter too yeah like put a coat on (laughs) girl (laughs) and they're like six or something right yeah like like little girls that's terrifying yes so these like shining-esque little twins in full formal wear yeah. <laughs> like gowns i thought they were ghosts <laughs> the, the the daredevil riding spooky man is like oh good god <laughs> yeah, like, oh, so what scary. the fuck are you doing here <laughs> little kids are scary and you know what when they're dressed in formal wear and they're twins that's <laughs> it's even worse that's another layer yeah. of scary um but like he he gestures at them to shh be quiet and one of the one of the girls just like straight up snaps a twig <laughs> like really loudly and yeah. she's just like you gonna tell me to shut up yeah and um the soldiers obviously are alerted to where their whereabouts are and they come running and he attempts to fight off the group and a valiant effort i must say Mm -hmm. he takes out a couple but he's a good fighter yeah he ends up you know biting the biscuit um while one of the girls watches from behind the tree a little creep yeah Um, i have never heard biting the biscuit is that not a term? I've never heard it. It probably is. It's There's probably lots of things I've never heard of. It's probably like two things that I melded together. To I make. like it. Biting the biscuit is dying. Or like okay. biting the dust? No. Sniffing. No, no, no. I'm not. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with it. I just have never heard it's that. It's a term. Now. I like it. Biting the biscuit. Um, and it's the the little girl who did the snapping of the stick is like lingering to yeah. watch this go down. And so the soldiers chop off the horseman's head with his own sword, cold. Um, and then he's buried in the woods and they called him a seed of evil which is ugh, i don't like that at all seed seed of evil just the yeah. word seed is gross yeah um, and 20 years later the hessian awakes to chop off more heads yeah and they kind of leave it at that um and they like while they're telling him this tale too we're like fully engrossed like mm-hmm. in this story totally that we kind of like snap out of it at and the we're end, back into right? the study mm-hmm. and i feel like our our experience is written on Ichabod's face because he is shook. <laughs> he's, he's not always like, oh, no. no. Um, yeah. But he tries to keep us cool. He's a scientific man, after all. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, that's just whatever. Yeah. That's just a story. It's a ghost story yeah. He's a man of science and facts. And he pledges himself to find the man responsible for these deaths. And he's not going to entertain this morbid story, not in the slightest. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do get the vibe in town that people are adamant that this is not... This is not PvP here. This is yeah. something spooky coming in supernatural style. More fog sets in. <laughs> More fog. <laughs> um, torches are snuffed out. And the man who is in that watchtower um, has his like his gun cocked oh, yeah. ready to fire. Yeah. And we hear aggressive galloping. Yeah, and it's all foggy. Oh, and, and he's like spooky. looking out, right? Yes. And we hear a single gunshot. He shoots. Yeah. I'm all about the sound effects today, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like it. the two boba teas. <laughs> you are like... Caffeinated. Yeah, I love it. Um, And so we watch this like watchtower man run into the woods and he's being chased. And come on, you are on foot. He's on horseback. Why not just go into the woods and start dodging him through the trees here? He's in the middle of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is also, uh, I think it 
I can't remember if it was this part, but Prob watched most of like half of the movie with me. Yeah. And we're watching it and he was like, he was like, shoot him again. And I was like, do you fucking understand <laughs> oh, how God. long it took to reload a gun back then? <laughs> there is it a scene like, later 15 too. minutes. To, like, <laughs> oh, he can't her. just like, he can't just shoot him again. He took his one shot blindly into yeah. the, to the mist. mist the and fog. now he's fucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I swore to sung. And his head goes a rolling, and the Watchman is dead, which yeah. is we actually get to see a little bit more of this as well. So, cue to the next morning where Ichabod is being given a horse for his time in the village. <laughs> Gunpowder is his yeah. name, which is so sweet because the horse itself is like, you know, kind of white, kind of gray, but speckled a little bit. And the guy that's like with this with him is mm-hmm. like quite is nice, yeah, right? Pleasant, and uh, it's just funny because he's like obviously like Ichabod isn't really he's, he's not boy. a physical guy and so he manages to like get he's like okay yeah take me like I'll get on this horse and he kind of gets on he's like really struggling Whoa. to like to like control it and I yeah. just thought it's that quirk yeah we really get to see that Ichabod grew up in the city reading books mm-hmm. and never really an outside boy that's no. for sure. <laughs> no, he's an indoor kid, yeah. So this this person, you know, helps him get all set up with his horse and they are, you know, they're uh, alarmed now to find that there was another murder mm-hmm. and they ride on their horses um to go to go see obviously the the murder scene. Mm-hmm. Um but Ichabod can't ride a horse to save his life, <laughs> so he's the last to arrive yeah. to the to the scene. And, you know, the men are surrounding the body and they all have their theories about the horsemen and the the circle of dudes are in charge are, you know, theorizing about the oh, another one is gone and uh it, the the fourth victim, Jonathan Masbeth, had his head taken as well. So Ichabod explains the logical reasoning for removing heads from his victims or to prevent from being, you know, uh, you know, identified, right? So they are trying now to figure out. Well, through his scientific, which I mind, guess might might make sense in a city, but not in here. a town of fifteen people. It's slowly, it's like decreasing there's too. not. You know, it's either okay, who everybody who's missing. All right, that's yeah, this guy. roll call everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so searching for clues, he's acting out the scene. He pulls out his contraptions and his chemicals to do some like neat little things with the body, and he puts the massive goggles on as well. Yeah, and notes that the wound was cauterized upon slicing yeah aka with the devil's fire and he's also like grossed out like yeah. he puts the goggles on he's looking <laughs> at it but he's struggling yeah he yeah. is trying to keep his breakfast down um so we then flash to the funeral of jonathan masbeth where we meet his young son who you know valiantly commits himself to ichabod's services to avenge his father's death and i don't know his name other than young masbeth does he have a name other than that i can't recall yeah uh I don't I think so. Yeah. Super sweet, super cute. Like Yeah, he's gotta be like eleven to thirteen, right? Yeah, like a young Yeah. A preteen. Preteen. <laughs> preteen. Preteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, and as people are like, you know, making their way um as the funeral ends, uh the the magistrate reveals that Jonathan Mazdebeth was not in fact the fourth victim. He was the fifth. And 
Ichabod has like a double take. He's like, four graves, five victims? What do you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the me- so this guy, this is uh, Vernon Dursley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's telling him this information. Yeah, he's right? got a little information that maybe he hasn't maybe fully revealed to the well, other Well, this yet. is this was on my notes and I, I forgot to say. When they were all together in the room, mm-hmm. you, him and like all the town elders, you could really tell that the priest didn't want mm-hmm. the other guy's like talking to him don't share too much so i feel like that was part of it is that he like vert this guy's got like there's more going on there's more information and he had to give him this information outside of Mm -hmm. the other guys because there's right like that's what it feels like oh yeah and the movie is slowly that right like we're getting slowly information from various different sources Mm -hmm. about the shenanigans that are happening on in this town yeah um and as any good criminal investigator would do, Ichabod's like, well, let's get all the bodies. I need to look at all of them. He's exhumed all the bodies and he's doing his his runaround with like the, the autopsies to find the clues that were not obtained before. And he discovers that the widow Winship was with child when she was murdered and the, bar- the belly was barely showing, but a stab wound was found in her abdomen where the, the uterus was holding the baby yeah which is dark yeah um i mean it's gonna die anyway without the head of the mom so right but like that okay when that happens clearly a the person who did it knew that there was a baby yeah and b wanted to be done like it, there was a mission there yeah yeah that's true <laughs> yeah yeah it's sad and there are other sad parts in this movie too. i cried yeah <laughs> my sweet sweet delicate flower (laughs) i cried yeah i love how your movies are like beautiful like singing happy love stories and i'm like and then there was a decapitation (laughs) um so the the ichabod conducts autopsies on all of the bodies um but particularly in tim burton classic style the amount of like blood like it's so obviously not blood but it's blood the the color is like too vibrant red um the amount of like spurting and splooting and whatnot is also very tim Mm burton-esque um and he comes out of there completely (laughs) covered completely covered in head to toe it's hilarious because he's like good god man what were you doing in there (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. we're dealing with a bad man yeah yeah he's got an apron on but like all over his like face right. and everything. <laughs> so late into the evening, later on, we see Ichabod riding gunpowder through the cu- through a covered bridge, yeah. and he hears the sound. Okay, this is a part hooves. where I came back in and then I left oh, again. Sca- yeah, I remember this part. I remember this because. Part. You know, we hear the horseman approach and the clopping and the neighing of the horse. And all of a sudden we see a person without a head holding a flaming jack-o'-lantern, mm-hmm. like racing after Ichabod. And Ichabod like shits his pants. He's like, oh my God, I'm yeah, out of here. so scared. Yeah. Runs away on horse. Um, and the headless man is like chasing after him and then chucks the flaming uh, pumpkin at his head. Mm-hmm. And as, you know, Ichabod falls off his horse and he's like, oh, good God, bless me. Oh, whatever. Um we hear laughing yeah it's a prank so as i was watching this i was like in my notes i'm like it feels really silly that the horseman would carry a pumpkin (laughs) because it just feels like very counterintuitive Mm -hmm. to like what he's trying to do how are you slicing heads it's wasteful for his movement and then i was like does does he always carry a pumpkin Mm -hmm. and then i'm like oh i see (laughs) he's getting fucked with (laughs) so i love this little scene in the movie because i think a majority of what we know about the headless horseman is yeah. kind of like that classic image of a headless horseman, but he's carrying 
or either wearing the the jack-o'-lantern as a head like that's what i knew in that urban legend or spooky story about the sleep like the headless horseman so i think it was a nice little nod to the original i guess um character yeah i did some like research into like what how like what the book is Mm -hmm. like like the original book and like how close the stories were nice um and i can talk about it at the end cool yeah put a pin but i'd like to yeah circle back to that circle back um so johnny johnny depp i always refer to the people as their actual names ichabod falls off his horse Realize it's a prank and he's totally overcome and he passes out and then he has a dream. Oh, also, I just like referring to those guys as the jocks. They are jockey, aren't yeah. they? And his name's like Brom, which for some reason. Brom is kind of a hot name, though. Is kind of 1800s jock name. Yeah. Brad Brom. Oh, don't do that to me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I ruined it for you. <laughs> Come on, man. Damn. Um, so in this dream, and let me just say that this movie is peppered with lots of dreams. And a lot of the plot is kind of like unfolding in dreams. Okay, my notes, though, I'm like just looking and reading them. And my <laughs> notes are so bad because it's literally just me like trying to puzzle this movie out. And it's <laughs> like none questions. of them are really like, yeah, they're all questions. <laughs> what is going on? Who is that? Why is this happening? But tell the dream and then I'm going to read okay, you okay, my okay, note okay. about this part because it's so stupid. So in classic dream fashion, we get like a series of scenes kind of spliced together to tell a little bit of a story here but we see first uh, a young Ichabod maybe like eight years old approaching a blindfo- blindfolded blindfolded woman calling out to him Ichabod, and he's like grinning from ear to ear so clearly it's hey, not like scary I don't want to be mean to a little kid <laughs> but this gonna? little kid is freaky looking oh he's adorable though i don't know but yeah but it's like i'm not saying like the kid is Mm. but like the way that they've costumed this kid oh he is in the classic creepy boy attire yeah and like the the hair and the like really thick eyebrows (laughs) and the just like and then the like the little the little boy like outfit It's just like, it's just almost, it's like Uncanny Valley. Is like, it the it's same energy? a little energy, bit wrong. Is it the same energy as like the creepy girls in full ball gown gear in, or is it different creepy? It's different. Different Uncanny yeah. Creepy. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we see young sweet Ichabod, you know, following um, this woman, um, gives her a little bouquet of flowers and then a violent red door is flashed across the scene and the the woman is then like taking the flowers and gesturing us to follow her as she burns these flowers in the hearth and draws unique spirally images into the soot of the hearth and we we see her then tucking young ichabod into bed consoling him because he's scared of guess what lightning um flashing outside (laughs) um and you know mess oh, that hurt okay um <laughs> are you okay yeah i am okay. i'm just like you're i'm a bad business partner <laughs> you're fine so we see um the the woman who we're assuming at this point is his mom um consoling he, him yeah He's we're assuming. scared of flashing lightning um and then we see her like playing with a spinning toy of a cardinal in a cage a little callback to the cardinal at the beginning lightning flashes again and then we see a very angry man staring daggers at them in the rain and boom he's awake so Ichabod wakes back up in his bed in the Van Tassel Manor and he goes downstairs for a late night snack I presume can I just quickly read my please no. do he has a cardinal in the beginning of the movie. That lady's spitting a cardinal image. That's great, that's great note, Dakota. 
I'm just like, wait a second. Cardinals are important. Things tie together as we speak. Also, that lady. I'm just not even how you said we assume it's his mom. I'm like, that lady. Yeah. We're assuming that's his mom. Oh, gosh. I might have already been sick. A little bit. (laughs) Now I'm reading this. I'm like, going on here. (laughs) Is this English? Okay. Um, So he goes downstairs for a late night snack because he's been passed out from the previous evening. Mm. Um, And he meets Katrina reading by the fire. She hides her books in the cushion, saying that these romance books are, you know, her father's not a fan because they were her mother's and he's not a fan of romance. But we find out that Katrina's mom passed away two years ago. And the nurse who, you know, cared for her mom in those years um, is now actually the lady of the house which is a little tidbit we'll come back later for. I think that actually happens a lot, doesn't it? Like, in real life? I think so, in the sense that, like, as a family member is on their way out, a caregiver comes in, and the person remaining, you know, builds a fair, a strong bond with the person who's caring for their loved one. And, Mm. you know, it may or may not be romantic at the time. Yeah. Who's to say? But in passing, you know that relationship might play a big role for people in their grieving. I'm haunting Prob's ass if he fucking marries my nurse. (laughs) Hard. Oh, yeah. Just make his life a living hell. Absolutely. Just you. He turns a corner and you're like, well, well, well. (laughs) (laughs) What do we have here? I knew something was going on. (laughs) Yeah. Like you can't even leave the house to Mm -hmm. fucking find somebody else to replace me. Well, I guess there were 20 people in town in this context. Honestly. And also she's smoking hot. Oh, she's that you know elegant kind of creepy beauty yeah yeah high cheekbones really really tight bun like her tight cheekbones and just kind of like a permanent hot scowl in this movie oh Oh. because they're all yeah it hurts to look at yeah the corsets look insane yeah and the boobs are like mine would be touching my chin (laughs) you wouldn't need to like lay your head to rest you just like yeah on your chin yeah (laughs) um so oh, I lost my spot. Sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. Once again, getting distracted by boobs. <laughs> by boobs. Okay, so Ichabod questions Katrina about the close connections between all these families in town. Um, subtle question like, what's going on here? And she explains that most families in the town are connected by blood or marriage, which, you know, that tracks for given how small the town is. Um, and mm-hmm. she goes on to tell the story of her family's settlement on the land. So the Van Garretts, um, the, the, the person who was, you know, decapitated at the beginning of the movie um he was kind of like the i guess the 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 most wealthy man in town and he gave land to her father an acre in a broken down cottage in the woods and explained that they were very poor while they lived in the cottage but her father's success as a farmer led to their current wealth that they have now and she offers to show the uh, Ichabod the cottage and gives him a small book of spells which he declines at first because he doesn't do you know spooky stuff like that Mm -hmm. but she urges him to like keep the book close to his heart and that it'll protect him from harm that'll come back later um (laughs) yeah so on horseback they travel through the woods to visit her old homestead and this old cottage is like in shambles right it's no longer a functional dwelling it's missing walls roof etc and you know like chimneys still like the fireplace is still there is still there yeah yeah and uh she she's showing him around and she kind of like catches a glimpse of his scars and asks him about it and we he reveals that he's had them since he was a child and he can't really remember you know why um and then she picks up a stick and starts to draw some 
kabuki circles the, in the same set. symbols that oh. lady did in his memory that lady <laughs> <laughs> aka potentially his mother uh, no it, it, it was <laughs> absolutely his absolutely mother, yeah. his mother. <laughs> um and then she draws his attention to the stone in the back of the hearth which is an archer um you know carved into the stone and it was there when they arrived so as night falls, we see through a window the town council. So the doctor, the magistrate, the reverend, and the notary, they're all arguing inside. And Ichabod's like walking by and he, he notices the magistrate kind of like walk away and he follows him. He approaches him in the fields to question him about the case. And the magistrate like ardently explains that he is not the father. I'm not the father of that widow's baby. Mm. And that she happened to tell him about who the father is. Guess what? Lightning crashes around. And um, they hear horsemen. Did you say that? It, like he's like leaving town. Yeah. Like he is. He's like got his bags. Yeah. He's packing his bags. He's done. Leave. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. he is scared. He doesn't want anything to do with it. He yeah. rushed off. Um, But unfortunately a little too late because the horseman approaches and Ichabod witnesses the horseman slice off the magistrate's head and takes it away with him. And he, he like is holding a talisman, mm-hmm. right? Like for protection. And it looks like an onk. I to thought me. so too. Yeah. 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 Uh, which is uh, like an ancient Egyptian symbol. And it, it's f- like the sun making its way over the horizon. Oh, I was wondering what the, this. Yeah. So it's like for, I don't know, like, yeah, it's like life or something like that. So, yeah. I think it has, like, many meanings, but that's, like... He's spooked. He... (laughs) Oh, yeah, I wrote, wrote, oh, shit, it didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) I had to. I must have had a fever. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we see in the scene that the horseman, like, slices off the head, takes the head, and completely ignores Ichabod. Like, he's not there. Yeah. And so that Ichabod's like, huh like it's obvious it's not random it's mm-hmm. like it should have killed me yeah right. if if he was like this like swore just again, like bloodthirsty bloodthirsty like, mercenary he would have mm-hmm. just he would have been hacking off all the heads mm-hmm. but it's a very specific list of people that he's going through yeah so we flash to the next day where ichabod is hiding in his room clearly terrified about what he saw on the night prior um van tassel young masbeth and elizabeth uh, elizabeth not even the same name. Katrina. Elizabeth. Yeah, I don't know where that name came from. Um, so Katrina, the young kiddo, and Van Tassel all attempt to console him. But Ichabod is like spiraling. <laughs> oh, he, yeah, he just like saw God or yeah. something. Like well, he's the terrified. Devil. Yeah. Because yeah. he was totally dismissive of this this whole time. And now he's like, holy fuck, go surreal. Yeah, I am in trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's so scary. And in true Ichabod fashion, he passes out out of like oh and has another dream so remember when was it we were talking about oh in episode three and we were talking about like stress napping yes this is like also he's yeah. just fucking passing out like he can't <laughs> even he's so stressed and scared he just fucking yeah. pa- falls over like a llama or something <laughs> he, yeah his fu- his flight or fight is really kicking in there and it's yeah. it's it's just passing out so it's freeze it's right? freeze yeah, yeah. Um, so we see in his dream, we see young Ichabod spinning around in a circle with his mom, not just a lady in the woods <laughs> where all of a sudden, like we see her fly hmm, spooky. And, um, we then flash to see his mom and the angry guy fighting over the spirally circles that were drawn in the soot. And like, at this point we're starting to see, obviously these are not just dreams. These are memories. We're seeing right. Ichabod reliving some traumatic memories, um, where he witnesses this angry man who, you know, later we find this out is, is his, his dad. dad so he 
the, he also like the dad was like watching them through the window before yeah. and it's just like come in the house fucking weirdo <laughs> like he's like really aggressively angry and yeah we know and we never really get more of a story but i'm like why did you have a kid with her then mm. were his parents married i wonder mm. were that like we don't ever get no. that full story no but it's not I have good. questions yeah it was a bad relationship regardless yeah and this this angry guy is um what appears to be like a priest or a reverend He's but a man pious. of god yeah very pious he's like throwing bibles at her and then we flash again to this long corridor it's like you knew who she was before you had a kid with her what are you doing or maybe she was really good at hiding it or he's an asshole the, the nightmare is like like suddenly broken after we see these like very terrified wide eyes being seen through a slit of a metal coffin like very spooky and scary and then so boom he scary. wakes that was a dakota in the bathroom moment i could imagine um, yeah so scary um that's a uh, an iron maiden mm. and it's got all the spikes inside mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. very scary and just like <laughs> dakota's giving me like the hard rock, and rock and roll symbol <laughs> but this is not rock and roll no. that was harmful <laughs> that was very un-rock un and roll, roll of him <laughs> to put her in there it was very un-rock and roll. Um, <laughs> so Ichabod uh, summons all of his gumption and requests the able men Aww, who will accompany yeah. him to the western woods. He is determined to find the horseman's grave, but no one volunteers besides the very the brave kid. Beth boy. Yeah. He's like, I will go with you. And all, all the adults men, are like... All those men. Cowards. Cowards. So Ichabod... <laughs> 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 okay i'm ready okay <laughs> i'm just i'm not looking at you on that purpose okay. don't look at me don't look at me <laughs> you are beautiful no matter where they speak okay uh-huh so ichabod is this attempting is very serious oh my god i'm sorry <laughs> i'm trying so hard ah! <laughs> ichabod is attempting to make sense of all the different connections that are like between these victims so young masbeth reveals to him that the him and his father lived in the van garrett's coach house and a week before the murder they overheard an argument between father and son i.e older van garrett and son van garrett yeah and the elder van garrett sent for masbeth to do something that's all we get because we're getting this perspective from the kid the, he doesn't fucking know he doesn't yeah. know um, so as the two of them are like rightfully freaked out by the creepy silent woods, <laughs> yeah, they hear very faintly eerie singing coming from a cave. Oh so this is definitely a Dakota leaving to go to the washroom and I'm, read Harry Potter. I moment. never saw this part. I'm oh. glad. So <laughs> this is quite funny because we see Ichabod being like, well, we must go investigate. But he pushes the kid in front of him <laughs> to like be the shield as they enter the yeah. cave. And we find a spooky dwelling of, you know, the ooh. dwelling itself. Ooh. I love. Oh, it's I so love it. creepy. It's very. Also, when we first looked at her, I thought she was covered in hair. <laughs> like, I was like the Blair or like the Blair Witch, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, but it's like she's like wearing like a gown and like a veil. Yeah. Her right? face is covered and she's got long grayish blonde, dirty hair. And we see <laughs> like, hair. well, it's dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just liked it. Dirty yeah. hair. 
And we see like a variety of like witchy type things. Yeah. And the woman like shrouded in fabrics so we can't see her face, mm-hmm. um, orders the boy away and takes Ichabod deeper into the cave where they sit at a table and she just promptly locks herself up, just casually, just the manacles on yeah. her wrists. And she's like, you know, it's fine. Um, and uh, she's like testing it out, the reach, <laughs> making yeah, sure, making sure like she can't grab okay. him from across the table. Yeah. And explains that she knows of the horseman and she combines all of these like weird ingredients she chops the head off of a you know a bat, bat to yeah. like squeeze out the blood it was like gnarly as fuck and you know she begins the spell like when other things when the other thing comes i will hold him back so she summons the spirit into her body and she launches at him with snake eyes and she says the following you seek the warrior bathed in blood, the headless horseman. Follow the trail to where the sun dies. Follow it to the tree of the dead. Climb down into the horseman's resting place. <sighs> that was really good. I think you had to take a breath. That was really um, good. And then she passes out on top yeah. of him, like just dead weight. And, you know, Ichabod like races to get out of that cave. So scary. Um, and then just like promptly follows her instructions. Yeah. So they're like, okay, we've got to go to go. this big tree or whatever yeah we gotta go find the grave um yeah i was like (laughs) i was like is that what she looks like all the time Mm, i think that's like her plus a little bit of spooky a little extra yeah yeah as like they're making their way to the tree uh ichabod like clocks a cloaked figure which you know there are so many cloaked figures in the woods in this fucking movie you're like oh another person just walking alone in the woods there's a friggin headless horseman walking around like why do you want to be in the woods at this time um but oh it's katrina uh, she followed them into the woods and young masbeth leads leads them down the trail to the scariest spookiest tree you can imagine like classic tim burton twisted yeah. dead like and these it's, limbs it's or, not super tall but, but it's, it's fat and like really laterally twisted um it's a tree of death very tim burton um laterally twisted is a great band oh that is a good (laughs) band name trademark um ichabod inspects the tree to see that it's not actually sap leaking from the bar but blood (laughs) gross when i was watching this i was like oh it's red sap (laughs) and prob was like that's blood you idiot (laughs) you're really trying to rationalize something less scary you're like oh the tree's leaking red sap that's fine (laughs) it's fucking full of heads (laughs) so um ichabod grabs an axe and he's like i'm gonna i'm just gonna chop this up and like Again, blood is like spattered all over his face as he hacks at these roots and he pulls away a large piece of bark to reveal all of these heads just like tucked neatly in like pulsing at the roots, which is grotesque. Yeah. Um, and this this tree, this gravesite is a gateway between two worlds. Ichabod goes up because... Um, it's kind of like on a little bit of an elevated area where he has to kind of like walk up to get to the actual grave. Um, but the sword is like stabbed into the earth, King Arthur style. Mm-hmm. And ivy and weeds are like growing all over the hilt. A demonstration of time passing, really, mm-hmm. and eeriness. And we see through Ichabod that like the gravesite itself has been disturbed. Yeah, the dirt's like loose. Yeah. Someone yeah. has been here recently. And they begin digging, which mm-hmm. is gnarly um and they find a skeleton without a skull and ichabod theorizes that the horseman returns to the land of the living to take the heads until his head is promptly returned to him which is i love that lore that's fun um lightning flashes (laughs) and katrina and masbeth see moving from the base of the tree where the heads are like tucked in squelching noises and like pulsing i i'm a 
I'm a classic movie watcher with subtitles yeah. and the subtitles use the word squelching. And I was like, perfect. Mm, that is yeah. the perfect word to describe the sounds that this is making. <laughs> yeah. And the headless horseman on his horse. I don't know why I wrote that. The headless horseman on his horse. Obviously. <laughs> burst. Oh, right. Cause he like bursts through the, like yeah. the route. He's like riding the horse. He like through the gateway. Yeah. Um, and the horseman rides into town, not paying attention to any of the three of them. They no. were like, Oh, Oh. And they hurriedly follow him. So, and that's really, like, that last, like, uh, confirmation for Icky that, like, okay, yeah. it is a list. Right? It is a like, list. Because all three of them are right there. And it, yeah. he didn't even, like, see didn't them. Didn't even phase them. Yeah. yeah. And it's also, like, very clearly supernatural, too, because that horse just busted through a tree. Like, that's, like there's yeah, no doubt yeah, at this yeah. point. Yeah. Um, so, we then flashed to... And, yeah, up until this point, I still was, like, no, it's somebody. It's somebody. Yeah right so we're now kind of like back in town um with the three of them still trying to like catch up to the horseman as he rides into town but we see the midwife and this the stable is the part that made me cry and their young son who's like maybe four and this now is, this is a cute kid this is a cute kid sweetie pie this is red a little, hair little baby and you see that this is like a happy family yeah and you're you're kind of like and the midwife sure connected the either. midwife's husband has been helping Ichabod like he's with the like horse. he helped him with the horse and there was some other I think like he's like always the one who's like showing him this or like what yeah. like the only one of the like men that's like nice. just like been really nice and helpful to yeah. him yeah a local who's actually helpful and kind mm-hmm. um and not dodgy um the bread that they're eating looks so good <laughs> did you clock that I did not bread clock on their the table? bread was oh it like a loaf? Oh my god, yeah, and it must it looked like a yummy sourdough mm-hmm. but like dark like darker. Mm. Oh, that's yeah. like a like iron cast iron yeah. loaf of bread and it on was a like fire. cut like you could see the cross section. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a zoom in on the cross section of that bread please? Yeah, it would look really good. Damn. Mm-hmm. If we hadn't have eaten lunch before this, I'd be hungry. <laughs> I'm licking my chops. <laughs> I could go for some bread right I now. would have a little avocado toast. <laughs> Yeah. Is that Macedonian feather? F- feather? Feta. Mm. Cannot speak. Okay, back yeah, at it. Sorry. So um we see this like genuinely lovely family. Yeah. They 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 they're like teasing each other, um, cuddly kissy, the kids like playing in his room, but the house begins to rumble and the horseman like busts straight through the front door. And a fight between the horseman and the the kind man. Um and we really know how this is gonna go. Like the heads are gonna fly. So the mom hides her son under the floor as the horseman comes to finish the job on her. And like the scary of this, the scariest scene um, of this whole movie is this little boy under the stairs listening to his parents murder. And then just as we think he'll be safe, the horseman comes back for, and to finish the job and grab the little boy. Yeah, and I cried. Yeah. Because yeah. I was just like, they he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to kill that baby. Like, And in some twisted way, I think he did. You know, because he's being, we'll get into it. Yeah. But I don't think he has any kind of sentient idea no, or choice. Yeah, no, I know some, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, that made me really sad. Yeah. I'm sad talking about it. It's dark. And well, like, and it's like, I didn't care about anybody else. Except I, the, <laughs> this is the part of the movie where our hearts break. It's It's sad because, like, you know, screams are heard, the cavalry comes running, and a single gunshot, like, hits the horseman on his way out, but... Um, I wrote down, uh, bro can't load his old timey gun fast he, enough. He's like shaking <laughs> and trying to get the gunpowder and like yeah. the thing to like stamp it down. And the horseman like knocks him down, 
but continues to walk. It doesn't yeah. pay any attention because this is Brom. Sorry. So oh, when yeah, I, whenever yeah, I yeah, say yeah. bro, I mean Brom. Yeah. So bro gets up again and like like hits him with a throwing dagger and the ghost demon man is obviously unfazed by this and like he like takes out the dagger and like stabs Brom in the leg not to kill but to maim and Ichabod's like watching this all happen because I think they've caught up at this point yeah runs over and quickly shouts at Brom to like leave him he's not mm-hmm. after you but Brom can't let it go and he grabs two sickles from like a nearby and like, also though in Brom's defense like yeah he wants he to just like, murked a whole family he's yeah. right there like he, he seems like an honorable guy yeah um you know prank aside um yeah but he's obviously in this like mindset of like i have to defend he's clearly here let me take him out yeah um and so he grabs the two sickles to go after the horseman again and ichabod in his like reasoning he's like i'm gonna grab a weapon too so i'm gonna help so he grabs a longer sickle or a scythe and the horseman is obviously unfazed kind of sees this as like a bit of a bothersome piece where he's like i don't have to kill you i'm not here for you you're just annoying me now. I've got shit to do. I've got a whole to-do list that I have to get back yeah. to. So they're fighting, stabbing, um, and the they like chase him over the covered bridge and they lose track of him. But they're under the covered bridge. I remember this part. From- and they look behind. The horseman's gone. Mm-hmm. But they hear boom, boom, boom. Ah! <gasps> Creepy He's on top of footsteps. the bridge, right? Yeah. And... The footsteps are coming from atop the covered bridge. He jumps down. Ichabod is tossed aside and the horseman cuts Brom in half. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. It's interesting, though, because it's like, he's not going to chop this head off. No biggie. I'm just going to kill you. Yeah, he doesn't need it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I don't need your head, so I'm going to cut you in half. Um, And then he leaves. And guess what? What? Ichabod passes out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> again what a great hero he is uh the like um ichabod is wounded and under the care of the village doctor however katrina has her own medicine mind crow, crow soup oh yeah like Magic crow, crow foot, foot. Uh, <laughs> you shouldn't don't eat or drink crow it's not good for you just don't like bad shit will happen to yeah you. you'll go you'll turn into a crow actually that's <laughs> what i've heard oh yeah yeah that's why there's so many just people eating crows and stuff okay it's <laughs> crazy jokes um she brings him a cup of something to help him sleep and it, in a fit of fever and fear ichabod reveals that he's discovered that the horseman does not attack at random his victims are chosen worried glancers are kind of like shared between the town elders like van tassel and the doctor all like oh shit not at random he has a list um mm. and it also explains <laughs> that there is a person controlling the horseman yeah a person with the skull someone who knows what they're doing knew where to dig and he passes out again mm-hmm. dream time um so we see the angry pastor dad uh leave the ominous black room in the back of the church and young ichabod's like hiding in the pews and he walks through the door and he sees like a terrible torture scene so these torture instruments are laid about the room we see a large metal coffin the iron maiden in the back and like we we hear again ichabod and he's following because he's like oh that's my mom i'm gonna follow the voice but then he sees his mom's eyes staring back at him through the slits of the Iron Maiden door. Mm-hmm. And he like, he's obviously startled. He backs up. Um, she's covered in blood and he falls onto like a torture chair with spikes. Mm-hmm. So that's why he has that like grid line pattern of scars on his hands. Yeah. And um, the metal door is like somehow open and spills out a ridiculous amount of blood on this poor kid. More blood than would reasonably yeah. be in a body. A Tim Burton amount of blood. 
Yeah. Um, and he wakes up. Katrina is there to comfort him. And he tells her yeah. about how her mother was murdered by his own father's hands. And he yeah, speaks. How his mom was murdered. Yes. By his, his father's. Father. Yeah. And, you know. His dad killed his mom. One more time. His dad killed his mom. Good. We got it. <laughs> I like blanked out at the last one. I was like, wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> um, uh, who? 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 Where, where am I? Um, so Katrina then, you know, speaks of her own tears of loss for her boyfriend, Brom. But she's not heartbroken. She has feelings for Somebody someone else. Okay. So during this, they're like sitting really close to each other talking, yeah. right? And when we were watching it, I was I was yelling. I'm like, they're gonna kiss, they're gonna kiss. And Prob was yelling at me, and he's like, isn't she a kid? She is a like, kid. She's a child. Ugh. And I was like, no, she's a woman. Yeah, but uh, and and he was like, uh, she has an. A- he said she has an apricot face, so he thought she was a kid. Well, I guess at like eighteen, nineteen, and I was like, "That's legit." That's, also, she is a kid. She yeah. is a kid, but just like I'm like, they're gonna kiss. He's like, "That is a child." <laughs> What's wrong with you? You know, back in those times, it was Ew. super. She was an normal. old maid. Yeah, old maid. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, get married already and have babies. It's your duty, you know. Um, okay, so it's dawn. Ichabod awakes to Lady Van Tassel by his bedside this time. Um, the kind of beautiful tight stepmom stepmom um she mentions that the servant girl has run away because of all of the fear in the village and she she leaves him to drink soup i suppose crow soup crow soup (laughs) um so masbeth and ichabod um in their classic disorganized fashion find out uh some kind of a system with names and papers and string like putting all of these clues together like the the classic meme of Charlie Day, like on yeah. the wall of trying to figure out all of these connections. And um, we're just actually missing the red string at this point. And uh, that's like my favorite thing on the internet. I, I think. love it. That image. It's so Him good. Just like wild looking. So wired. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Ichabod theorizes about the murders and they must proceed with the process of elimination. So we kind of, again, see the, the scientific mind of Ichabod kind of doing his due diligence with his yeah. job. He makes a list of every villager, which takes maybe five minutes because there's only 20 of them. <laughs> Are you kidding me? There's like less now. now. Yeah. Like, all the murders. Fucking 13 people. Left. <laughs> and he goes through each one to determine if they're connected or not. And so he pulls out the Bible that was given to him at the re- by the reverend. At the family beginning. tree. Family right. tree in the Bible. So like Katrina said, everyone is connected by some measure of blood. Um, and he sees on the tree that within the cover of the book, he gets like a brainwave to head back to the notary to ask some further questions about all of these families interconnectedness so they get to the notary um and it's disheveled there's papers and books spilling everywhere and the notary just kind of like hops out of a cupboard being like oh don't don't hurt me <laughs> um and they question him about the will uh like the last will and testament of van, van garrett the guy that died at the beginning the notary explains that the entire state was left to van garrett's son who was also murdered so if the estate passes to the next of kin, who gets the inheritance? Essentially, all of the money in the village. That's what we're talking about here in terms of the, the inheritance. Young Masbeth finds the last will and testament, the newest version, the latest version. One was written right before he died. So that's what we saw at the very beginning yeah, of the Yeah, in the opening credits, basically. Yeah, totally. And it names Emily Winship um, as the sole inheritor. And we're like, why? Okay. Um because a marriage certificate was also found with the last will and testament for old Van Garrett and the widow Winship. 
So when the will reveals that the money would go all to her and their unborn child. So we see that Van Garrett secretly married the widow Winship because they had an unborn child. And the four town elders, the reverend knew the secret as he performed the marriage. The doctor attended to the pregnant widow and the magistrate gave protection of the law and the notary sealed all the documents. So this was a very hush hush last minute kind of like writing of documents to secure the inheritance to the unborn child. I have a question. Yeah. Okay, so that's why old Van Garrett and young Van Garrett was fighting because mm-hmm. his son is like, I don't get anything. I believe so. And uh, okay, did Van Garrett think he was about to die? Like, why? Why is he rushing so much to get this? I'm not entirely sure. Maybe they because wanted to do she's it. pregnant. Yeah, I think they wanted to do it really quickly because the timing of certain things. Uh, I think she got pregnant before they were married. Obviously, yeah. obviously, and that would look like really bad right and the gossip in that town like the 13 people would just be like yakking away yeah you can never show your face again (laughs) you can't go anywhere in town all right i'm getting it i'm getting it um so after all these murders the estate would go to van garrett's next of kin none other than the remaining person alive baltus van tassel okay so So, uh, that makes it look like baltus is guilty right a little bit a little bit so Ichabod races back to Van Tassel house to find Katrina in his room. She tells them that her father thinks that he should go back to New York. And right now at this point, we're like, Baltus, you're supposed to get all of the money. You're telling Ichabod that he needs to go back. Suspicious. Um, And Masbeth follows um, this like big ass tarantula spider that doesn't really track for upper state New York, but for the purposes of the story, we'll follow it. Um, And this spider like kind of crawls under the bed. You know, Katrina's already left at this point. Um, and he moves the bed to reveal a ward of mm-hmm. sports, sports, ward of mm-hmm. sports. Um, and a, by ward, I mean like a drawn um, spell, I suppose, on yeah, the ground. Symbol. Yeah. And Masbeth says it's the evil eye. Someone is casting spells against and you. Fucking Masbeth doesn't know shit. Doesn't know shit. Because There's not even an eye on that drawing. No. And I think it just goes <laughs> to show that like people are immediately like satanic You're panic. Scared, yeah. <laughs> that's never been a problem. Or that's always been a problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the opposite of that. The yeah. opposite of that. In the middle of the night, like later on, they follow, guess what, another hooded person into the woods. And Ichabod and Masbeth follow this person deep into the woods where... Is Masbeth with him? Yeah, the little boy. And I think at some point, like, um, he, like, hangs back while Ichabod sees Lady Van Tassel getting jiggy with it with the reverend and like oh. this is some interesting kinky shit because like she dramatically cuts her palm i while never fucking. i could never figure out who that was oh it's it's later revealed that it's him in like a quick scene oh yeah, yeah i did see that and i still didn't like put it together i was like she's this hooking movie, up with everybody <laughs> this movie is complicated <laughs> yeah. to be fair so she while they're having sex she dramatically cuts her palm and like yeah. spreads the blood all over his back and um ichabod's like uh, alarmed because he's like, oh, I'm seeing something I shouldn't. And also, he's away. like going down on her, right? Event, uh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, because you go. can see her whole like upper. Half. I think they're making out and then pans to him. All right, going south. Um, they return to the house and all of the evidence that they had kind of like collected was taken, and uh, he finds Katrina just burning the documents in the old cottage where mm. she showed him in the woods, and she did it to protect her father. 
and they have a little tiff in the forest and she's like you're not the man i thought you were and and he's like but for science and the law i must do what is told of me yeah because she's like i'm not gonna let you fucking pin this on my dad Mm -hmm. and you know i thought you like i didn't think this was like and he's just saying the evidence is showing me this that it might be your dad and i have to investigate that it's what's right to do um and she's young right yeah She's, like, acting impulsively to protect her dad, mm-hmm. not fully understanding the scope. Yeah. Um, and so later on the next day, we see Ichabod, like, asking Lady Van Tassel if Katrina will ever speak to him again. And Lady Van Tassel explains to him that she will not. <laughs> and um, she questions him about how he hasn't asked her about the wound on her Cause hand. Because her hand is, like fully dramatically bandaged oh, like yeah. it's huge looking like look at me bandaged yeah and he's like looked everywhere <laughs> except for he's like not Don't so she's me. like i'm very obviously injured you haven't asked me. yeah and she shoves the wound in his face and <laughs> uh, gross and she reveals that she knows that he followed her last night and to not say anything to her husband about what he saw and i <laughs> was like <laughs> Uh, me and Johnny are both not really sure what we saw. <laughs> We're not <laughs> quite she's sure. Like, she's like, don't tell him what you saw. And both of us are like, what, okay. Because I couldn't, see? yeah, I couldn't tell anybody what I saw. I have no idea what the fuck that was. Yeah, the movie's kind of ramping up to at this yeah. point where it's just like, what the hell is going on yeah. right now? Information is slowly being connected. I'm telling but... you, I was gasping for air, like, for the <laughs> last 45 minutes. I was just like, what? what? <laughs> yeah. So, um, before their conversation could continue, Baltus rushes into the kitchen and tells them that the notary has killed himself last night and the reverend has called a town meeting in the church that night and he encourages to Ichabod to get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah, and doesn't he ask her what she did? And she's like, LOL, I uh, tripped on a knife, knife or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, So, you know, flash to that night where people are like all 13 people are gathering into the church for the town meeting and Baltus witnesses the horsemen, you know, approach his unbeknownst um, wife. She is like picking flowers for something to heal her wound. Mm -hmm. She's facing him away from the forest. He's facing her. That's towards the forest. He sees the horsemen come out of the woods. He, approaching her and he like runs away before anything like dramatic happens he's like oh my god not saving her whatsoever he's just like okay bye (laughs) yeah so she dies yeah we like assume that the the horseman like takes her out and um well he comes running into the into the uh the church church and he's like the horseman killed her right so um he he's obviously shooken up uh, because he saw the horseman like draw his blade to strike at the lady von tassel and uh, instead of helping he bolts and he rushes to the church yelling for katrina that the horseman has killed his stepmother her stepmother and guess what more fog more lightning spooky stuff ensues because the horseman is now rushing the church yeah and people are very scared yeah get in get in get in get in and so um we see that the horsemen cannot pass the line of the 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 church area because of sacred land and (laughs) um and he's a hell demon of course he can't come in not invited rude um and the chaos of people freaking out katrina draws a ward again of protection on the floor of the church and she is overheard um someone say that 
to Baltus that he is the one that the horseman wants. Mm-hmm. And so she's obviously really shooken up. And so we flash to the outside where the horseman is kind of like circling the church, trying to like he's puzzling figure out. it out. Yeah. yeah. He's clearly pissed that he can't just come in and grab his victim, the next thing on his to-do list. And the town doctor bumbles out that it's time for them to confess their sins. And he begins to tell Baltus that his four friends played with them. They were possessed by, but before he could finish his sentence and what he was going to say, the reverend smacks him over the head with a giant wooden cross, which was like a horrible scene of just like awful carnage inside the church. Um, as he bludgeons the doctor to death, um, Baltus well, shoots dies. the reverend. Oh. Yeah. Um, so the reverend killed the doctor just now. Yeah. As he was about to reveal secrets that his friends were in cahoots yes okay and because he says that he's like your friends yeah we were possessed by right um and then before like anything else could happen baltus shoots the reverend and then um he's like pushed by a mob of like angry people because everybody just saw someone get smacked in the head freaking the fuck out absolute mayhem chaos people are panicking and they kind of like rush baltus up these stairs and he gets pushed towards a large window and then we see this like very pissed horseman thinking up a very clever way of getting his love this problem solving yeah this was uh hot thinking in the moment he fashions this like fishing lure out of a sharp post and a rope and he javelin throws this like fishing line through the window spears baltus and then drags him out of the church through the church gate just enough to slice off that noggin that was for real problem solving i yeah yeah i love that part actually you're like like, oh work (laughs) yeah (laughs) and unfortunately katrina witnesses um and she faints um yeah that's yeah everybody has like a pretty low constitution back in the 1800s (laughs) just fainting and vomiting well that corso is fucking tight yeah she she probably does have a lot of oxygen going in and out of there um doesn't explain it for johnny depp's character though Oh, he's wearing a corset. (laughs) 100%. So we then flash back to the Van Tassel Manor. Katrina is tucked in nicely while she rests. Ichabod says that he's got to go. He says his goodbye while she sleeps. um, Tosses his notebook of evidence and strange doodles. Did you see those doodles? They were like 13-year-old drawings on your binder in middle school of like hearts and like, like, I don't know doves flying yeah, like yeah. xoxo and he considers um so he throws the doodle book into the fire yeah. uh, with all of the evidence and he considers also throwing out the spell book that katrina gave him but when his ride arrives um he kind of thinks twice and puts it back and he gets back into the, he gets into a carriage to then I go back to new york thought that he thinks she's dead i don't think so oh <laughs> i thought she was dead well why would you tuck a dead body in bed <laughs> It's like I was like crow suit okay, just sitting on the bedside table. Okay, explain to me how the fuck Katrina died. I don't get it. <laughs> you oh. were having a fever during this movie. <laughs> telling you. Um, and I, I do love that he's leaving town now that everybody's dead. Yeah. Except for Masbeth. Yeah. He's like, I think <laughs> my like, job is job done Job well done. <laughs> Can't wait to report this back to fuck. the captain. Um <laughs> So Katrina just wakes up in time to watch him ride away. Um, And like that longing look out the window being like, oh, goodbye, my love. We've known each other for a week. Um, He rides away and passes the morgue as he's like 
on his way out of town where he witnesses the body of Lady Van Tassel being carried in. He recognizes the long cut on her palm, but then suddenly realizes in his thinking uh, the word that Katrina was drawing was not there to target him, but to protect him from evil. And he demands for the coach to be turned around and go back to the morgue. I can tell he's figuring something out, but I'm fucking lost. (laughs) He's figuring something out, but Dakota does not know what's happening. And to be fair, like, I've seen this movie, like, dozens of times. Um, This movie is fairly confusing, and it's kind of meant to, like, unfold immediately at the end of the movie. So you're kind of like, I'm like, I know we're on the edge of this thing, but it'll it'll reveal itself soon. Um, So the coach turns around, they go back to the morgue. He, you know walks in examines the body of lady van tassel and he like really goes in hard to like understand in this moment that the the palm wound was administered after death because of his knowledge of anatomy and sciences he is able to see that the coagulation of the blood something 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 this wound it's wrong yeah so that doesn't line up with the timeline of things and something fishy is afoot here so we are back in the Van Tassel Manor and Katrina is caught completely off guard by Lady Van Tassel approaching her. Um, I thought she was dead. Because like straight up, that's a very scary thing to see thinking that you, yeah. someone was dead and now they're just like, mm. you know, creepily walking towards you. There's so much fainting in this movie. Um, and she says, dearest stepdaughter, you look like you've seen a ghost, which is such a baller, scary thing to say to someone when they think you're dead. Yeah. Um, she is fierce so Lady Van Tassel (laughs) has taken Katrina out to the windmill where she begins a summoning spell to call the horseman to do her bidding we see that behind this whole fiasco Lady Van Tassel is the one in charge of all of this and there's one more beheading tonight Katrina the horseman rises So here's when we get the full download of like everything being summed up in this scene here. Okay, hit me with it. Okay, so ready? Mm -hmm. She reveals that the horseman only appeared to be coming for her last night with the sword drawn. Um, The body that they thought um, was the lady uh, was in fact Sarah, the servant girl who she lied that ran away. Um, She was just violently murdered by the lady um, and revealed that her family name was actually archer archer cue back to the archer scene the stone in the cottage hearth she explains that she lived there with her parents and her sister in the cottage many many years ago long before katrina and her family ever lived there her father died tragically one day and the landlord evicted the family despite many years of loyal service no one in town would take them in because her mother was suspected of witchcraft. They lived as outcasts in the Western wood, her mother teaching the two girls the ways of the witch, and she died within the year, leaving the two young girls to fend for themselves in their formal wear. In that fucking <laughs> cave, right? Yeah. yeah. Which is terrible. Like, ter- terrible and terrifying together. Love it. Terrible. Um, so, um, while gathering firewood one day, they encountered the horseman as he was just moments before his death. Um, so she was the small girl who snapped the stick uh, to alert the soldiers to the Hessian's whereabouts. And at the moment of his death, the lady offered her soul to Satan. The sweet little eight-year-old kid's like, you know what? I'm done with this. <laughs> I need a better life. Yeah. Who can help me? The big probably devil. satan probably satan um and so he would 
she she in her like understanding of all this if he if satan would raise the hessian from the grave to avenge her against the van garrett family the landlord as well as baltus and the family because they stole her cottage home from her i mean in it through the eyes of a fucking six-year-old they did but they didn't no it's just cruel like the cruel ways of they just moved in yeah after being they got evicted evicted. like they literally just were the next tenants after them and that's why she wants to (laughs) take him out yeah um so you can clear she's been like planning this from i don't know seven eight years old um so she knew she had to make her way into the home somehow so she came in as the nurse to cure um to care for katrina's ailing mother Mm -hmm. she killed the mother right and then made her way into the marriage bed with baltus to secure her legacy right so in order for her to receive the full estate all of the money all of the inheritance all of the other individuals All in the I will. All I have to do is kill fucking twenty half of the people. town. <laughs> That's crazy, man. So she knew she had to kill everybody in line as well as all the witnesses, right, to be murdered. Because so, there were witnesses who um, signed the will of testament. There was the doctor, the widow, um, not the widow, sorry, the midwife was also aware of the bir- the, the baby pregnancy, yeah. pregnancy. So she basically had to wipe the slate clean with anybody somewhat merely connected because that little kid wasn't I'm like fucking about him at right all. now yeah but like in the eyes of the horsemen he had to take out the line right yeah the whole line of people the bloodline so she explained that she controlled the full elders with lust so she seduced the reverend she controlled another through fear frightening the magistrate and the notary blackmailed the doctor because he was having a relationship with sarah the servant girl flashback to the couple making out on the deck at the party that first night Hmm. and so lady van tassel reveals that she would inherit everything upon the death of katrina as um she is listed as the primary inheritor of her father's will naturally so you know she murdered her twin (laughs) who was actually the witch who was in the cave um because uh the witch helped ichabod so this the sister was actually like a good guy all along and trying to help scary yeah just spooky and you know Mm -hmm. cavey um uh both ichabod and the horsemen are now like racing to the windmill because ichabod's like slowly putting everything together and the horseman has been summoned and ichabod reaches them just in time but the horseman chases them all into the mill where they begin to barricade the door but the horseman's on a mission like he has the he's basically under a spell of compulsion that he has to do what she says and he breaks through ichabod attempts to fend off the horsemen as best as he can three of them basically they manage to get up at the top of the windmill the whole thing's on fire going up like a matchbook (laughs) and the horseman is still inside but they make their way off in this dramatic fashion of like grabbing the blade of the windmill and like circling down down to the ground and the windmill dramatically explodes (laughs) with like all of the I don't know, wheat and barley yeah. in there. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the horseman makes out way unscathed because he's a hell demon. Yeah. And, you know, a chase scene begins between carriage and horseman. Long story short, you know, Ichabod ends up on the devil horse and the horseman is being dragged oh, by the carriage yeah, and the it's, fight it's, scene. It's funny, right? It's yeah. funny, also scary. Yeah. And, you know, the horseman is on a mission and nothing is going to stop them. Yeah. But they find themselves at the end of it um, at the base of the devil tree where the Lady Van Tassel is waiting there for them. 
She shoots Ichabod in the chest, snags Katrina by the hair. Ichabod, you know, saved by the small spell book that Katrina Keep had given him. Keep it close to your heart. Keep it close to your heart. Was there to block the bullet from, you know, penetrating him. Mm-hmm. And he <laughs> grabs the satchel because, you know, Van, the, the Lady Van Tassel is like, you know, tussling with Katrina. Um, so he sees that the head is being left unattended. He grabs it. The horseman is beelining it to Katrina because that's what he's meant to do and about to cut her head off while the lady and Ichabod have a scuffle for the skull. And young Mathis slams her in the head with like a branch just before, you know, the horseman can claim his last victim. Ichabod chucks the skull at him where he then puts his skull back on the The stump neck. The way that he snatches that skull out of the air is so funny. So dramatic. Yeah. Just like, what? Yeah. And then like the tendons and the muscles and the veins all growing back um, on the skull as he attaches it to his head to reveal Christopher Walken once more. Um, So shark tooth Christopher Walken, you know, turns his sight onto Lady Van Tassel and uh, grabs her limp body because she's been knocked out because of, you know, young Masbeth. And the evil tree hellmouth opens up um, and we see the horseman give Lady a rather aggressive shark toothy kiss yeah. where she's like bleeding because he's like yeah. chomping down on her, which is gross. And, you know, justice. I guess. Um, and they ride off into the sunset together. <laughs> no, they ride into the hole. Yeah, they ride into the death hole. So oh. <laughs> um, they jump into the hellmouth together forever to burn in hell love story complete um and guess what what ichabod faints oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) you've got me with that a few times i know i'm like what really (laughs) it's either fog lightning or fainting at this point (laughs) so now back where the evil is where it needs to be yeah um, back where it belongs the sun comes out surprise Ah, Ah. it's like a nice place it is beautiful upstate new york love it um katrina and young Mazbeth. um matthias i wrote that's wrong. Yeah. Um, they they all make their way back to New York to mm-hmm. start the next chapter of their lives together in the big city, and all is well in the world. Yeah, and that's literally it. That's and the end. she's got a huge inheritance, which is nice. Yeah, and she's out of that you know town of twelve people now. I suppose <laughs> nobody left. <laughs> nobody it's, left. Yeah. Um, but that is the plot and story of Tim Burton's nineteen ninety nine movie. Loved it. So I'm Sleepy just gonna Hollow. quickly say that uh the book is more about Ichabod's time in this lovely little town Mm. it's about so it's like really deeply descriptive about like the food and the parties and stuff the horseman isn't really a character oh yeah it's more how the different people in the town have their own stories of their experiences with it so it's more like a ghost story the horseman doesn't even show up until the very end of the book mm-hmm. when Ichabod finally has an interaction with it. Mm-hmm. But it's left really ambiguous whether it's a real ghost or if it's Brom fucking with him. Oh. Yeah. In the book, Katrina marries Brom, womp womp. which is more age appropriate, I think. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Nobody dies. You know, it's like it's... Yeah. So this this take, let's say, is really leaning into the supernatural yeah. side of things. Yeah, totally. And I was obsessed with this movie because, you know, at various different times I had different understandings, obviously, because I think I was 12 when I watched this or maybe 11. Um, but it was it's this movie like I like returning back to because the the mystery of it is mm-hmm. so intriguing. This take on this classic kind of like spooky tale is quite 
interesting and intriguing. I love the costumes. Yeah. Beautiful dresses. There's some really beautiful embroidery work. Oh, yeah. The yeah. red roses on that yeah. ga- the either gown or cape is quite lovely. Yeah. And just the slow burn of it, too, is quite intriguing. Um, but it's not too slow. Like, it's yeah. exciting the whole time. <laughs> yeah. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because yeah. it's, like, getting way, way more intense and insane as it goes. Yeah, yeah. 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 So what would you think? Uh, yeah, I loved it. Yeah? Yeah, I loved it. It was really fun. Cool. It was really fun. I It was fun, too, to, like, watch it and have flickers of, like, I remember that. Oh, yeah. I remember that. But then for the most part. I don't remember this. <laughs> no. I was not here for this. So it was, like, watching it for the first time. Like, oh. I really was, like, cool. Whoa. Nice. Yeah. So I loved it. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Nice. Yeah. Oh, one more thing I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the book, Ichabod is a teacher. Oh. Yeah. Not he's a just, officer. like, a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Like it too, because it's like obviously she's a villain, but Lady Van Tassel, who had orchestrated this entire thing, you know, the witchcraft element of it too is really yeah. neat. But just seeing the villain be this, you know, calculated, she's evil, but like very intelligent, crafty woman yeah. pulling the strings from behind the scene, I thought was really rad. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there are elements of this movie that I stand out to me as something that I don't necessarily like as much um some you know non well like i guess the villain was like uh a really interesting well-rounded female character but katrina kind of fell flat a little bit i just feel like you know what they don't have to end up together when i was watching it i was like when did they fall in love like there's no (laughs) reason for them to right like for they have nothing in common like there's no she's so much younger than him Mm -hmm. and it's just like you know i didn't i honestly i didn't need the the quote-unquote romance element of that at all um i will say i loved this era of johnny depp though Mm -hmm. that haircut Mm -hmm. loved it Mm -hmm. like it really transported me back to that time to that time yeah yeah that's kind of how i felt about it i was just like what's the like why yeah but um, because they have to, right? Like that's like it was kind of the formula, right? Yeah, which is too bad. And I think obviously, like we've said many, many times, as we rewatch these lovable movies, um, there are elements of it that will always stick out to me as being something that I absolutely adore and will I will rewatch this movie again. I'm gonna watch sure. it again. Yeah. It was I loved it. Yeah, I w- I was like sad that I feel like like I said how I loved Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. If I would have seen this when I was 15. Mm-hmm. This would have been one that I've seen a million times, but I was just too young and it was too scary at the time. And then I just never circled back to it. There have been many times, I think it used to be on Netflix, Mm -hmm. where I almost watched it and then I was just like, watch some, no, not too scary. (laughs) I'm a brave girl now, but just like there was something else or I was like, eh, you know. Yeah. And I love this podcast for this reason where it is prompting us to obviously watch a movie that our friend really likes Mm -hmm. but it's really encouraging us to watch the movie that we might have looked over at one point in time or haven't rewatched in ages i love that element of it for sure i swear to god this this movie became my personality for for a few months right like (laughs) i was like drawing wards and like summoning hell spirits i was definitely into that daredevil daredevil gunpowder oh please so cute i love it okay Mm -hmm. so how how do you want to rate this I kind of feel like how likely are you going to jump into that fucking hell portal? Something like that. You know, like, are you taking the leap? 
And blatantly, my answer is yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. <laughs> Count me in. Squish those heads to the side, head first, no pun intended, yeah. into the hellmouth yeah. to dance with the devil himself. Oh, I love that. I am letting you go first. Oh, polite. I'm Thank watching you. you. Okay, she did it. I'm dipping my toe. <laughs> Just a single toe. To see how warm it is. Yeah, it's hot. And then I am going in, but I'm going in legs first. <laughs> Like I'm putting my, and then I'm slowly, lo- I'm lowering myself in. Yeah. I, I'm just visualizing you being like, okay, slow and steady. Slow and steady. Oh, arms last. Arms last. Just yeah. two little fingies left. Okay. I'm coming. You're like pulling, you're pulling my like legs down like, in. The water's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah. we need to pick next week's Oh my movie. gosh. Okay. They're over there. Where? Over there. I, I scoped them out last time on the windowsill. And I think I'm on top. good thing we're already in hell okay she is reaching into the hat i'm so excited this is honestly my favorite me too i always fondle them all like i'm trying to like divine who who is calling and there's a few in here now okay here we go go. oh my god i'm so excited again scared always oh fuck yeah (laughs) oh yeah that is this is gonna be a good one this is gonna be fun this is gonna be fun yeah okay are you this is your oh i'm excited yeah yeah Sick. it's gonna be good yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> a little inside joke for our friends there all right thank you so much for listening thank you <laughs> it was a fun one today and yeah um, that was super fun thanks for listening uh if you enjoyed that please like subscribe leave a review mm-hmm. we want reviews we want reviews we want okay i really reviews. thought you were gonna join Sorry, in. i was listening i'm like <laughs> fuck mm-hmm. um if you would like to get in touch with us if you have any questions comments any suggestions mm-hmm. anything like that feel free to email us at newfriendcinema at gmail.com mm-hmm. you can find us on instagram at newfriendcinema and as always thanks for listening and we'll see you i always say see you next time but like see you later bye (laughs) bye um quick can we pause i have to pee go 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 i will leave you a song for you to edit out later what song should it be i have so many willies maybe i'll sing a willie nelson song do i know a willie nelson song i smoke weed every day that's a willie nelson song now it just feels weird not to say anything it's just this empty room with me in the microphone, just by myself, unable to sit in silence. Oh no, what does this mean about me? I can't not be quiet. Okay, I'm going to drink. I will drink and that will shut me up. It's not me, it's my drink. I wonder if you can hear that.
Oh god, I almost choked on boba. The podcast suddenly ends. We gotta go to the hospital. Death by boba. <laughs> Talking to myself. <laughs> She's back. <laughs>